welcome back to the Just a Different Podcast. I am Dutch, and I am uh, in or around Denver. I thought I'd give you guys something to start off your week with. Um, but it probably won't be great. But at the end of the show, we have a huge announcement. Huge, 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 huge. Hold on a second. Uh, yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah. So, something for you guys. Midweek, or beginning of the week. You listen to throughout the week, whenever you want to. Uh, but then, at the end of the show, huge announcement. Really big announcement. Probably the biggest we've ever had on this show. Minus Keel getting married. Which, <laughs> we've all been there. And, uh, it wasn't as great as everyone thought it would have been. But... I hope everybody enjoyed the last episode. If you haven't listened to it yet, it's on iTunes and Spotify and YouTube and everywhere you get podcasts. Dutch and Denver, man. Help me. Because, again, our big announcement is going to need more people. So get on that. Um. All right, cool. Let's start with the donkeys. Uh, last week, I shit all over them. I'm going to do it again this week. Uh, the Broncos were on uh, Monday night, or not Monday night football. They were uh, they were just their regular time. And uh, hold on, guys, I'm texting people so they can listen live. Make uh, it put all right. So one of our our best listeners, uh, Ol Aubrey. Is his bowling league tonight, and I I want to put on, so uh, put it on your phone for everyone. Okay, either way, maybe we'll get some more listeners instead of the six that we have. Thanks, mom and dad. Where am I, grandpa? There's four, six of the operation. Okay, all right. So last week I shit all over the Broncos, um, and uh, I'm actually gonna do it again this week because they played the Jets. G E T S Jets Jets Jets. Four and two Jets. Uh, talent doesn't reflect the record. Uh, same with the Broncos, man. Two and four, they should be zero and six. They're fucking bad. Um. All right, let's talk about some things. Uh, good old Russ was out for the week, uh, because of a hamstring injury. So I guess his Wolverine blood wasn't as, wasn't as tough as he thought it was. Maybe you shouldn't be a comic book character, just be a quarterback or some fashion icon with your wife. Pussy. Uh, so then we had Brett Rapian or Ripian. I don't know. Who gives a shit? They're like, oh, rip it, Brett, rip it, rip. Fuck you, Bert. Okay, that's his new name is Bert. Uh, needless to say, they lost, and uh, they lost in Broncos fashion. Uh, pathetic. I think they scored nine points, and the other team scored. Uh, the Jets scored like sixteen. So yeah, our defense you could say is good. Uh, statistically good. The eye test though, bad. I mean, middle of the road. We've played a lot of bad teams. 
and a lot of teams that weren't great when they played us. Like, I think I could stop some of this stuff. So, yeah, because the Jets lost, like, three starters right off the bat. So, automatically, they have, like, a second-tier offensive team. So, yeah, our defense did fine. Our offense is fucking wrecked, okay? Uh, they're horrible at everything they do. We don't have any running backs. Our offensive line is terrible, and all our quarterbacks are terrible. Sorry, Brett or Brent or whatever, Bert, whatever your name is. You're just as bad as Russ. I can tell you, though, you're not going to have as much fun in London as he will, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, but today, our coach uh, hacked the shit out of football, hack it, whatever, uh, announces that he's no longer going to call plays. He's going to have the OC do it or somebody else. Okay. Um. So this is where you lose me. Don't admit you're incompetent to us as fans, uh, general people. Just shut up and stop calling plays. So, for instance, like we talked about last week, um, old Hackett, Hackety shit, monkey ball crap coach. Uh, after the first, like, I don't know, four or five weeks, maybe three or four weeks, was like, hey, man, I'm going to hire an outside guy to make decisions for me, like plot decisions, things like that. Fucking fine. Got it. No problem there. Just don't tell anyone. I think a lot of NFL teams have someone in the coach's ear who, you know, coach he the moment's like, we're going for it. And some guy's like, uh, no, we're not. Calm down. Just bring it down a notch. No, we're not going for it. Punt, kick, do whatever you have to. But it, no coach gets up there and announces like, uh, I'm incompetent and I, uh, I hired someone to help me make decisions as the head coach of an NFL football team. I have someone in my ear tell me what, no, no, don't tell us that. Just quietly hire that person. Cause I know you need help. You got a lot of shit going on, man. I get it. Don't tell us that though. Don't tell us you're an incompetent piece of shit and you need someone else to help you. Don't do it. So if you just were quiet about that part and you're like, yeah, you know, we're, we'll work on it. Got it. I know that that means you're going to hire someone to do something for you. Got it. Awesome. No problem. But you told us that, so now I have no respect for you whatsoever. And then today, or yesterday, I don't know, I think it's today, you came out and were like, I'm not going to call offensive plays anymore. I'm, I'm going to let somebody else do it. So uh, now you have someone else making decisions for you, and you're not going to call plays anymore. What is your job exactly? Well, I'm going to be the head coach. Fucking finally, thank you. You're the one that is going to say, yep, we're going to go for it on fourth. We're not. We're going to We're gonna try that. Yeah, you're the one who makes big, big decisions. There aren't many of them in a game, but you're the one that makes the big decisions, like timeouts, fake field goal, fake punt, block punt, block field goal, you know, go for it on fourth, all that stuff. That's your option now, and then you just kind of sit there and you're the head, okay? I'm cool with that. Like, I thought that's what you should have been the whole time. Because, let's be clear, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. It is it is patently obvious for these seven games. Holy crap, you don't know what you're doing. You were a lost ball in the tall weeds. You're like that little puppy 
when the sprinkler goes off and the puppy's just like rip, 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 bouncing around. You're a moron. You don't know anything you're doing. So, yes, hire people, delegate, stuff like that. That's what a head coach does. Just don't tell us that you're doing that. So what you need to do is be like, all right, man, it's fourth and one. We're fucking going for it. And then you call up to the booth and be like, hey, man, give us a play. That's your job. That's it. And then you go in the media and be like, well, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And you give us coach speak. That's what I want. I don't want this transparency shit. I don't want to know how bad it is, man. Because it's fucking bad. Um, The donkeys are going to... uh. I think they left today, actually. They're uh, they're going to head off to uh, London, and they're going to play the Jaguars in London. So they'll be on early Sunday morning, and we'll get that loss out of the way quick. Then I can have a Moses, and did I say Saturday, mid Sunday? Doesn't matter. Then I can have a Moses, get smashed, call it a week, and all that. Let's focus on what's really important. Okay, what is Russell Wilson and his wife and family going to wear for their time in London? I can't wait. I am so excited to see what kind of sparkly, glittery, gay little thing he wears in London. He might meet with the new king. Can't wait for that. I might do a little shopping. I don't know what kind of purse he's going to buy. I can't wait. I'm so excited. All I know is he's not going to play football like what he was hired to do. He's just going to shop and take pictures with his family and talk about God. I can't wait. So excited for that. Uh, actually, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I just want you to be good at football and you're not. So it's time to get rid of you. I'm also with um, the terribleness that is currently the Broncos. Uh, I'm on board with a lot of people on this whole clean house thing. Um, Russell Wilson, got to go. Justin Simmons, I'm sorry, Justin Simmons, good guy. Does a lot of work in the community. Fucking bad at football. Um, and a lot, Sutton, Judy, it's time to move on, man. Uh, all of our linebackers, half of our defensive line, all of the offensive line, most of the running backs, just the Broncos in general, okay? Let's just get rid of all of them and start again. We've been rebuilding since Super Bowl 50. It has not gone well. It's just been so bad. Well, I'm a real fan. No, you're not. Shut up, nerd, okay? I that's the other thing. Uh, again, I'm I'm the Twitter guy, but I've I've taken a step back from Twitter and I don't respond anymore. I just read. Um, I I can't do it anymore. We have the dumbest fans in all of sports, possibly. Actually, we might get to dumber fans later, but we have the dumbest fans in all. Of well, you just you, and we've already talked about sports fans, so we're not going to do that now. We will, however, talk about the rules of sports fans. But yeah, Broncos just need to get rid of fucking everybody and start the fuck over. Maybe in a different city. Like, I, the Cheyenne Broncos? Wyoming Broncos. I think that's what the, uh, no, Wyoming Cowboys are the college team. 
I'd be okay with that. I'd support him. Yeah, I'm good with that. Because this shit is not working. This is not fun. And if you're still paying money to go to the football games, you're stupid. And uh, you need to have your head fucking examined. As soon as you're done voting for the Democrats. Okay. Uh, what other sports can we get out of the way? Uh, World Series. Baseball. Baseball. Okay, so uh, Phillies destroyed the Padres. Man, uh, the Phillies are on a mission to win the World Series. And I, I think they will. Phillies in four or five. I'll say five because, I don't know, five. Um, Man, excellent pitching. Not even timely hitting, just hitting all across the board. Yeah, Phillies are in it to win it, man. They're not screwing around. Uh, I hope all the Phillies win except Bryce Harper. I still think he's a piece of shit. He's the one that said baseball's boring, and fuck him. No, Dutch, he won for the Phillies. Yeah, fine. He shows up every once in a while and hits a, a home run. He's still a piece of shit, so fuck him. Uh, as for the Yankees-Astros um, series, again, it's the AL, dude. They're, they're a joke. Okay, they've been a joke for literally ever. They have a DH. Everybody has a DH shirt. Yeah, I know. I, I don't agree with it. And fuck Rob Manford. We've said that a thousand times. Fuck Rob Manford. Um, But yeah, uh, a DH is not baseball. Like, you have nine players on defense. You have nine players on offense. You don't get to switch them out because one of them is bad at it. Maybe just uh don't have pitchers pitch every fifth day. I mean, Ohani seems to be able to, uh, or Otani, whatever his name is. That guy seems to be able to pitch, hit, run, play defense. Yeah, he pitches, and then he goes and plays in the outfield, kind of like Babe Ruth did. And he can hit like nobody's business. And he's in the American League. So, yeah, you know, maybe go that route. Either way, uh, I don't really care about the Yankees thing because fuck the Yankees, and Houston is a piece-of-shit cheating team that never was punished for what they did. Okay? They, they cheated. And nothing happened to them. Well, they didn't. No, nothing actually happened to them. They are continue. I believe they're continuing to cheat. They're continuing to do the shitty things they do, and fuck them. So yeah, go Phillies. I hope you stop them in four. But I'd like to see you win in Philly, just so you guys can burn that shithole city of yours down. <laughs> That's really what I want to see. Like, let's be honest. Who doesn't want to see Philly burn? Because it's a cesspool of crap. And, you know, Houston loses, Philly burns. I mean, that's a win-win for everybody. God, I would love to see that. All right, let's talk about some real important shit, though. Professional fishing. And this, somehow, if you watch, I will bring this back to baseball and football. You guys be like, Dutch, how are you going to do this? Well, you just have to watch or listen. I don't know how you guys get these podcasts. It would help if somebody would interact. Be like, hey, you're a moron. Hey, I love you. Just a little comment section. Just a little something. A little something. Let me know that people listen. Because I can see you listen through the analytics. You just don't interact. Use a fake name. Fuck, I use a fake name. You think my parents named me Dutch? 
Actually, they probably did. Or actually, they did because they're bad decision makers. But if your parents didn't name you whatever your nickname is. Go by that. All right. So professional fishing. If, for those of you who don't know, it's awesome. Uh, they have the Bassmaster Tour where they go bass fishing. Super fun. Uh, they have walleye tournaments. They have all kinds of fishing tournaments. What has happened in the past year is that there's a duo. I guess walleye fishing is like a, a, a team sport. You got two guys. I think they're on the same boat. Let's go with that. I haven't really researched this because I really just watch it for the entertainment value. But there's two guys that uh, were in a walleye fishing tournament recently, and they won by, like, a lot. And, uh, how do I set this up? All right, let's just go. All right, I'm in a, these guys are in a walleye fishing tournament. They catch some walleye, and then the way that this particular tournament works is it's by weight. And some tournaments are by, like, your top five, which that's what makes them difficult, is because you can only turn in five fish. So if you catch like 10, you know, if you catch a big one in the morning, do you do you let it go because you think you'll get a bigger one in the afternoon? Uh, it, it It's more complicated than you think, okay? And I love it. Uh, but this one is solely by weight, and I don't know if it was like five fish, 10 fish, whatever. It might have just been like catch as many fish as you can and just like overall weight wins. But the point is, is that like, these guys were turning in like a 20-inch walleye. And like the guys before them turn in a 20-inch walleye and it comes in at like five pounds. And these guys turn in like the same 20-inch walleye, but it comes in at like eight pounds. And you know, the judges are like, what the fuck? Because, I mean, if you fish enough and you do enough of this stuff, you get it like, you know, a 10-inch walleye weighs between this and that, a 20 this and that. A 30 this and that. And you kind of, you know, you kind of understand, like, what size fish should weigh what. So these guys are turning in, you know, like, these walleye, they're, like, 20, 30 inches. And, like, wearing, like, 8, 10, 12 pounds. Be like, what the fuck's going on here? So one of the judges, I don't know, was just like, you know, fuck this. And he, like, cuts one of the walleyes open. One of these fish open. And, like these lead-weighted walleye-wrapped balls fall out of this fish. I don't know if you, like, felt the fish and was like, that feels weird. Let's whoosh, figure it out. But these guys, for almost almost a year, or maybe longer than a year, and they've been suspected for quite some time. Um, yeah, they've been suspected, but again, like, the fishing world, if you're going to accuse someone of cheating, you have to, like, pay some money and be like here's $500 I think Cletus is fucking us and you gotta have some evidence man like it's it's serious shit well it turns out that these guys were catching these walleyes and then they were taking a lead weight like a you know a golf ball or something or a quarter size lead weight and they were wrapping it in walleye fillet and shoving it down in the stomach A I guess so the like, the balls didn't cling together, and someone was like, huh, this fish jiggles. I don't know what the rap, probably, but it turns out they were 
loading their fish. And they're cheating. And they've been doing this for like a year or so. And some people have suspected it. But like I said, in professional fishing, accusing someone of cheating is like a process that like could cost you money, could cost everybody money. So you don't do it unless you're positive. Well, this judge found out. And now we come to the best part of the story. Well, actually, cheating in like professional fishing is kind of awesome, but not really. It's like cheating in bowling. You know, like, again, we've talked about this a hundred times. Best place to pick up chicks. Professional fishing tournaments and professional bowling tournaments. Because there's a 99.9% chance that you're the best available guy at any one of those events. Because, I mean, let's face facts. Professional bowlers? Probably not a great option. You might be a better option, though. Okay, so the point is, is these guys cheated at uh, professional fishing. Well, this, and they won money. Like, you know, 30 grand here, 30 grand there, blah, blah, blah. Lots of money. Now, the cops are after them for fraud. For winning this money after uh, under false pretenses. Like, they're being charged with felonies for cheating. Which I say, oh, hell yeah, buddy. Get them. And now this is where the genius of the Dutch Endeavor podcast comes. Who else has cheated in other sports and won money and shit? The Astros? I think we should charge the Houston Astros team who cheated for the World Series with felonies. Arrest those motherfuckers and crush them. Nail them to the goddamn wall. I love it. Find Tom Brady and Belichick and arrest their asses and put them in fucking prison. Oh, but, but, no, don't oh, but Dutch me. I'm serious, man. Like, these guys are professional fishers and fishermen and theoretically they stole prize money which would be you know like felony larceny theft i don't know what you want to call it uh you know they cheated to win prize money you don't think tommy and old billy got extra money for winning the super bowl via cheating you don't think that little piece of shit jose altuve got money and all those astros got extra money for winning world series of course they did they got bonuses. They got endorsements. That's all stolen money. Put them in fucking prison. Let's charge them with felonies. Let's nail them to the goddamn wall. Let's get Barry Bonds. And then maybe that loser Aaron Judge might have an actual record. See how this is all? But I mean, think about that. You're going to charge, you know, professional fishermen with cheating, and you're going to charge them with a felony. But, you know, if Tom Brady and Bill Belichick do it or the Houston Astros do it, you're all like, eh, no problem. It's all right. Just here's your little slap on the wrist. No, fuck them. Charge those sons of bitches with felonies. Crush them. Oh, you want to do that, though? Yeah. That's why, you know, you just got to be... Two-tier justice system. Like I'm, I'm on board with you know, you know me, conservative, all that. 
if you're rich, you you can literally kill people and be okay. OJ, Ray Lewis, lots of other guys. Yeah, you don't. There's no accountability if you have money, and I, part of it's awesome, um, and part of it's really shitty. So, yeah, vote Democrat because then you have zero accountability. They don't give a fuck about any of it. Rich, white, poor, break the law. Who fucking cares? Funny though, right? A cheating scandal in professional fishing, and these guys are charged with felonies. But a cheating scandal in NFL and MLB, nobody gives a shit. Hilarious. Absolutely goddamn ridiculous. Not the same. It's absolutely the same. Shut up, nerd. It's probably even worse in the NFL and MLB. So. Suck a dick, losers, whatever. On to uh, more cheating. I don't know if it's cheating. Um, I think it's just generally being a piece of shit. Which, that comes with cheating. But, uh, I don't know, man. Alright, so let me set this up for you. Let me uh, find it on the old iPad. It was, we all know influencers, right? Well, that's what you, everyone calls them. Social media influencers, okay? These are people who, uh, I don't know. They're influencers. Apparently, y'all watch their social media, and they influence you to do things. Uh, not great. Not anything. Oh, here we go. Um generally stupid like again if you get any of your information from tiktok you're retarded and i'm still gonna say that i know you're not supposed to say retarded or spaz anymore but i'm going to yeah if you get anything from tiktok you're retarded um i would say if you get anything from twitter without a link you're retarded because i say i'm on twitter but most of the time, people are like, ah, oh, this is the story. There's the link. I click the link. If some asshole's just like, the sky is red, I, I'm not going to come on here and be like, well, it turns out, guys, the sky is fucking red. All right, so um, social media influences, fuck them. Um, for instance, there is Josh and Sarah... Omar, um, who have just pleaded guilty to um, poaching, which uh, is about one of the most scumbaggy pieces of shit move you could ever do. And I'm a hunter. I'm a fisher. Man, I, I hunt. I fish. You know, I'm, I like the wildlife conservation kind of aspect. And uh, we're not actually going to get into it, but if you really want me to, I can make this super quick. Hunters help, okay? If you think hunting's bad, you're stupid. There's no difference between hunting and poaching. These people are poaching pieces of shit and should burn in hell. Um, but Josh and Sarah, the little picture that I have of them, um, is, I mean, they have perfect, like, camouflage on their face which let me see if i can 
Where did I get this from? Um, I don't know. I wish I could share it with you guys, but uh, let me see if I can. I don't know. Doesn't matter. They have like perfect camouflage on their face that isn't really camouflage. It's just it looks like they had like one of those fake tattoos you know you used to put on with a sponge and stuff to look cool. That's kind of how it looks like. The most perfect teeth and makeup I've ever seen on a human being. He's got the makeup on too. Don't get me wrong. Uh, so yeah, that's how we're hunting. Uh, well, it turns out that these two pieces of shit are uh, going to plead guilty to poaching. And for those of you who don't know what poaching is, those are the fuckers that go into Africa and like kill elephants for ivory without a license or anything. That's poaching. Um, you go kill like a Siberian tiger. That's poaching. You know, that's the most scumbaggy piece of shit you could possibly do. So Josh and Sarah Bomar, um, they're in Nebraska, and they plead guilty to this. Uh, and it turns out that these guys, or these guys and these women, were, um, they were turkey hunting without a valid permit, poaching. They were uh, taking game across state lines. I don't know about that. Um, baiting wildlife, that's a huge no-no with me. That means, like, what you do is before the season starts, or some people, probably them, do it even during the season, like, what you do is you set out, like, food in the same spot every day. And all the deer and the elk and whatever you're hunting come eat this food uh, on Tuesday. And then you, you set it on Wednesday. And they all come and they eat and they eat and they eat. And you just, you do this, and then you just, you make a, a habit out of it that these animals can come there every day and eat, because you're providing them with food. Because, I mean, they're animals. They, they're not going to forget. They're going to be like, oh, free food's over here. Come on. So then when hunting season starts, you take the food away, but the animals still come, and then you shoot them, because you're a scumbag piece of shit, and you deserve to die. So I'd like to bait you and shoot you in the face. So that's what baiting is. So that's what they did. Um, and then there's other ones. So it was a poaching sting operation. So, I, again, it seems like they did a lot of it. Um, so this is my, my big problem with it. Is that they call these guys influencers, which obviously they're on social media. And they're, they have, I don't know if they have a big audience or a small one, but they're out there saying like, we're hunters and everyone should follow us for like this gear and this technique and blah, blah, blah. You guys aren't hunters. You're pieces of shit. Fuck you. You're the ones giving bad names to actual hunters who don't have social media accounts because I don't have time when I'm in a deer stand to get on fucking TikTok and be like, look how good my camo is. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a fucking loser. I'm going to poach some shit. No. So fuck you guys. I hope you get executed like those animals that you executed illegally. But it won't happen. Because, fuck. Nothing, justice is never served. God. Part of me wishes we were a little bit more like the Middle East. You steal, chop a fucking hand off. You walk too slow, chop some legs off. Public hangings, shit like that. 
But yeah, fuck these people. So Josh and uh, Sarah Bomar. Ooh, maybe they should be the... No, Shay wouldn't get that. Nah, he's he's up there with the cooking. But yeah, you guys are... Uh, well, Shane Irving, which you guys should listen to his podcast. No affiliation. I'm not promote. I am promoting it because he's awesome. But um, yeah, he does like the degenerate of the year. And listen to his podcast. You'll figure out what that means. I think I'm going to start like the piece of shit of the year. And congratulations, Josh and Sarah. You guys are right up there at the top of number one. Fuck you guys. So, more of the story. Quit listening to social media influencers, you goddamn morons. Listen to your parents. Unless your parents are these people. And then you're just fucked, kid. Alright, uh, let's talk about what else. Oh, okay. So, election time is, like, coming up at November 7th. God, I can't wait for it to be over. Somebody kill me. Okay. I don't, I can't take any more political commercials. Both sides lie. Let's be clear about that. Um, I truly believe the Democrats lie more than the Republicans, and uh, I can prove it in like 10 million ways. But I'm only going to prove it in this one way because I thought about it tonight because uh, they had a bummer on Monday Night Football. Like, all right. So, first of all, if you guys watch Monday Night Football, um, there's there's two broadcasts. There's ESPN, which is the game with normal commentators, and then there's the the game on the Deuce with Peyton and Eli. Watch the one on the Deuce; it's way better. Um, because normally, who fucking cares about the game? It's bad. But you get Peyton and Eli talking. Both of them know football. They're both pretty funny. It's awesome. And then they have random guests on, which is even more funny. Like tonight, they, uh, I guess they had Obummer, uh, Bill Burr, and some other asshole. I didn't see any of it. I was cooking dinner. But uh, I'm sure Bill Burr was awesome. Obummer was Obummer. But it got me to thinking. So uh, just follow me on this, because it's going to be a little bit of an adventure. The Democrat platform, I guess, used to be like communism. You know, like, fuck the rich. Everybody should be equal. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm talking about. Like, Kennedy's kind of Camelot kind of thing. Like, everybody's just happy. And, like, we're in it for you guys. Like, uh, you know, we don't want you to be poor, homeless, or hungry. We'll, we'll help you out. But then I thought, and I felt this before, I'm just going to say it out loud now. Think about this. Oh, bummer. Uh, Pelosi. Uh, all, Bernie. All those Democrat assholes have like 15 houses that are worth more than money than you've ever seen individually put them all together they're more money than you could ever imagine so just it seems odd to me that obama who never had a real job 
And he was a community organizer. I don't think that pays that well. I could be wrong. Then was a congressman or whatever that makes like two two twenty a year. And then is a president that makes like four, four forty a year. Can afford like six houses. Each of them are like $10 million a piece. So that's like 60 million bucks. I don't see it. Oh, but Dutch, after he got out of office, he gets speaking engagements for like two hundred to $500,000 a pop. All right. Yeah. We're still not very close to $60 million, man. <laughs> Even in half a million dollars, you got to do a lot of talking. Uh, let's see. That's a hundred and twenty at the. Yeah, but you got to pay taxes on that, which would be half. So you got to do like two hundred and fifty speaking engagements at half a million dollars a pop to afford what you have. And that's just your houses. That isn't the rest of the crap you do. Um, doesn't matter. That's the way it works. Awesome. I applaud him for that. I would love to be in government because that that's exactly what I would do. I'd be a shitty senator, congressman for however long they'd keep me, and then I would go charge people an exorbitant amount of money to talk. Okay? That is my dream job. I don't fault you for that. I think that's capitalism, and good job, buddy. What I fault you for is you've spent a lifetime demonizing capitalism and saying, well, I'm just going to share it with everybody. You know, we shouldn't have any homeless or poors or the Mexicans can come over. So again, like some of the most prestigious, richest, craziest people are the Democrats that think everyone should have a piece of everyone else's money except theirs. They're like tax the rich, but not me. And it just, it still baffles me that Democrats, you know, middle of the road Dems, can just sit back and be like, oh, yeah, Obama's my guy. Why? I mean, the guy is an, an oligarchy compared to you. He's literally like a Russian oligarch. He has more money than God and all that. And the whole time he's preaching about, you know, everybody should blah, 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 and my blah, blah. And no, he's rich living in his protected, and you're getting fucked. But you're still like, oh, yeah. Yay, Democrats. Well, Dutch, the Republicans do that. No, that's the difference. So the Republicans don't say, like, we should spread it. They should be like, you should work hard. If you have a bunch of money, awesome. If you don't, work harder. Um, Yes and no. But, yeah, that's that's the disconnect. But you guys still are like, oh, yeah, yay, Obama and Pelosi and Biden and all you people who somehow become rich on government jobs and we still have poor people. Oh, fuck. Like, they didn't work for any of this. Like, trust me, it's pretty goddamn easy to be a senator and all that. No, they're not. Just... President's hard. I actually, I'm not sure it's hard as much as stress, stressful, which there's a difference. Um, Because when Obama was elected, he was like, charismatic, young, vibrant, dare I say good looking. 
when he got out of office, fuck me, man. The guy looked like 45 years old. That's the same with Bush, same with Clinton. That's what it does to you, okay? The weight of the world is heavy. Now, if you're in, you know, the House or the Senate, you have the most easy job in the world. You can do whatever the fuck you want, and you have new repercussions. You can lie, cheat, and steal. Nothing happens to you. You can say, I believe in this. You can do that. Nothing happens to you. That's what I want. And then when you get out, you give me speaking engagements for tons of money, and I can be rich and still be. Like, look at Pelosi. Come on, man. She doesn't do anything. She hasn't been to California in 15 years. Of course not. Because you guys are all paying for her. Well, she um, Yeah, she had to come home because her husband got a Dewey. She comes home for campaign events, but I'm pretty sure she flies back to Washington on her PJ. And I, I know the Republicans do it. Okay? But they're not the ones preaching this everyone is equal bullshit. It's annoying. And I, I just, I to this day, I still can't understand how you can say about it, but uh, these are good policies. Yeah, they might be good policies, but the people preaching these policies don't practice them. And for you to think that they do, you're fucking retarded. All right. Moving on to more uh, political stuff. But... What should we do before that? Um. All right. So I gotta ask, what in the fuck? And I've tried to stay away from this because I don't, I don't care. But what is with the goddamn drag shows? Can anyone explain that to me? I get it. Gay bar, Las Vegas. Couple other places. Fine. Small niche community. Niche, niche, whatever. Community. Who cares? Why? It's a right, it's a sideshow. It is fucking weird. Men dressing up as women with a fuckload of makeup and crap on. It's a circus act, okay? It's basically a traveling circus act. I don't have a problem with it. Might be nice to go see one one time. Show team show tunes a lot. I'm drinking. It's fine. I get it. In the right setting. Okay, I'll tell you what the wrong setting, though, is any school. And I mean any college, high school, elementary, middle. I I don't understand what the left's obsession with drag shows is currently. It's not trans because a lot of these guys are like, normal wear suit Joe blows at work and then they just like to dress like a, so they're not trans it's almost like it's a Halloween every day for them kind of thing okay but why is it at schools and why is the Democrat party obsessed with this trans crap 
Oh, yeah. It's not even trans. So, yeah. Then explain to me. Why the fuck does anyone want a drag show at a school? Like, what are you accomplishing there? Acceptance? No, I don't think that's it. Because, I mean, between you, me, and the wall, I don't think this should be accepted. This is, again, a small little... This is not mainstream. And I don't know why we're trying to make it mainstream through school. Actually, I know exactly why we are. But I want, I mean, I want someone to give me a reason other than, well, yeah, kids are, <laughs> they're easily indoctrinated. Like, trust me, you know, Bobby's five. If, if I tell him elephants are going to eat him in the night, he'll probably believe that. I mean, they're kids. They're stupid. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean stupid. I meant impressionable. That's why we're doing drag shows at schools. Okay. Because kids are impressionable, and that's the best way to get the message. All I'm missing, though, is why. Like, even if you uh, you find these impressionable kids and you show them a drag show. Awesome. So, they're, they either hate drags at that point, which accomplishes... I mean, nothing. Maybe they vote conservative. Maybe they don't. I don't know. They love it. They still could vote conservative or not. I don't know. They want to be drag. They could still vote conservative. I don't know. I just don't see what the end goal is. To, like, cramming drag shows down everybody's throat right now. I mean, and you can't say that it's not a thing. Because I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, Uncle Joey <laughs> had some dipshit influencer. Here we are again with these people. Interview him or he interviewed her. I don't know. But this dude pretended to be a girl for some amount of time. And I think his name is Dylan. And I'm going to say him because... Obviously a dude. But Joe Biden let him interview him. Like, again, what is the purpose of having some delusional whack job interview the president of the United States? Like, what? I, I don't understand the end goal here. Like, accept everyone. No, do not. I'm sorry. Well, fine. Accept everyone. We should accept murderers. Let's not put them in prison. Well, as long as they're not hurting anyone. No, I don't buy that either. But yeah, this guy Dylan, like, literally pretended to be a girl for a while and was the most overly dramatic, stereotypical girl in the world. He's like, oh, my first day as a girl, I cried three times. <sighs> yeah, girls cry a lot. Mainly it's guy's fault. But you're not a chick, dude. You're a guy. Like, obviously a guy. So you have a guy pretending to be a girl interviewing the President of the United States. Fucking think about that. <laughs> I know that we have liberal and conservative. Like, some of us want to spend a bunch of money. Some of us don't. 
fine. But at what point did we get to some dude pretending to be a stereotypical, ridiculously stereotypical valley girl interviewing the President of the United States? I feel like, yeah. Where did we, how the fuck did we get here? I know how. Because uh, liberals are insane. And you guys let this happen. Because now you're going to ask for money for these people. And you're going to be like, we need a billion dollars to help the, this community. Well, it just turns out whatever shit you came up with is earmarked that somehow your stupid bullshit, whatever, also gets half that money. Hmm. Got to shoot these things. So not only are you supporting trans, but half of that, you know, billion dollar thing, 500 million, goes in your pocket or your dumb whatever. And nobody seems to get that. Because you're all just preaching like, oh, we should just love everybody. Kind of. We don't really love you. We just use you as a pawn. And if you don't see that you're being used, you're retarded and I can't help you. Like, that's, that's where we're at, man. I mean, do you really think Joe Biden gives a fuck about Dylan dressed like a girl? Do you think Joe Biden even knew where he was that day? Do you think Nancy Pelosi for one second gives a single fuck about the trans community? Or gays or lesbians or any of that? Or white people or black people or Asians? Or Mexicans, or men, or women, or kids, or adults. Do you think she cares about any of that? No. She only cares about Nancy Pelosi. And I will also admit that the Republicans only care about themselves. (laughs) The only difference is some of them, yes, climb in their soapboxes and be like, I'm here for you. No, you're not. But they also, think about this. No conservative is like, hey, I want to interview the leader of the Ku Klux Klan who is an all-around psycho. Okay? And let's give him a voice. It's not actually hurting anyone. Because, I mean, the Ku Klux Klan isn't currently committing genocide or lynching people. They're just a bunch of loudmouth assholes. They're like, yeah, white power. Fuck that. All right. Whatever. So they're not actually hurting anyone. But that's the... Okay. One in a couple might do something stupid. But generally, they're not a very big group of people causing a lot of goddamn problems other than they're a bunch of ignorant, dumb racist people, okay? Now, you don't see many conservatives being like, hey, Cletus, and I'm sorry if you're Cletus, I don't mean that you're part of the KKK, I'm just making a point that usually it's a Southern thing, and Cletus is a Southern name, and this is my fucking podcast, and I'll do whatever the goddamn hell I want on it. Nobody's sitting down with Cletus, the leader of the KKK, and being like, hey man, how do you think things should go? 
He's like, well, I think we should kill everybody who ain't white. Or we should change everybody who ain't white. You should only vote white. And, and then people are like, we should support them too. No. Because that's crazy. Now, go to the other side of the spectrum. Instead of crazy redneck KKK member, we're going to talk crazy man pretending to be girl lefty who maybe necessarily isn't like, I'm racist and I hate everyone who isn't white. But they do say, I hate everyone who speaks out against mutilating children. Dutch, they don't actually say, of course they don't actually say that. Because while you're dumb, you're not that dumb. But these catchphrases, things like that. Okay? It's just as extreme. Like, to be a racist KK member is fucking crazy. Also, to be a dude pretending to be a woman is fucking crazy. And she's not, or he's not transgender. He's just fucking crazy. I can acknowledge some... I wouldn't even say biological, psychological things. They're like, yeah, I might think this. Yeah, you're fucking crazy. That's okay. We will give you the help you need. But we, however, when you're 10 years old, we're not going to cut your fucking penis off and make you a girl. Because you're fucking 10. And you're not going to a drag show. I'm sorry. Just like, think about this. Drag queens, um, man, I'm going to get some hate for this, but I'm going to stand by it. Drag queens, um, trans is a radical idea. Radical as in the sense that it's not mainstream. Gay, lesbian, I, that I don't give a shit about. I think the gays and lesbians should be super pissed at the trans because, again, if you're trans, there's no such thing as men or women, so now gay and lesbian don't exist anymore. And there's a lot of gays and lesbians that have stepped up and been like, hey, man, we don't want LBGT. Fuck those guys. That's not part of us. Because they lose their identity if there's no gender. Because you can't be gay if there's no gender. You can't be lesbian if there's no gender. You can't even be straight. So I think we should do the S-G-L, Straight Gay Lesbian Coalition. Get rid of all... But what I'm saying is, they're radical ideas. Not mainstream. And they are fighting against people that are different than them. And they are fighting. Don't tell me that they're mostly peaceful. I've heard that shit before. Okay? Now, I'm not comparing trans people to the KKK, but... The KKK also has radical ideas that are crazy, okay? I don't think the President of the United States should be giving validity to any of that crap. Trans, KKK, whatever, doesn't matter. If someone says he's a space alien from Mars, unless he's a real fucking alien from Mars, which I'm assuming is red with, I don't know, four arms, four legs in a spaceship... I wouldn't sit down and talk to them and give their argument any validity because it's radical and crazy. Now, should we hate these people for that? No. If you want to be a nutsy cuckoo windbag, 
awesome. Just don't expect me to indulge that fantasy, much less the federal, the most powerful government of the most powerful country in the world is now giving credence to crazy people. And if you don't think that this is crazy, you're part of the problem. So, I'm not going to tell you to vote Democrat or Republican. I'm going to tell you to do the research. And I mean actually do the research. Read your ballot initiatives. Read what your proposed elected officials stand for. Okay? We have one in Colorado, for example, Joe Day. I'm going to vote for him because he's the lesser of two evils. But that son of a bitch is like, I'm against abortion. But after, you know, I'm all for 20 weeks. 20 weeks, motherfucker? That is five goddamn months. I am not for that. You are wrong in that. So, but he's a lesser two evil because Bennett wants to do abortion, you know, up to the the moment or the moment after birth. Which we're not even we're not going to get into abortion right now, but I encourage you to educate yourself on who you're voting for. Do not just vote straight D. Do not vote. Actually, I take that back. If you're a Democrat and you want to go with your party, fine. Vote straight D. Because again, you might have some crazies, but that you're voting for a coalition. You're voting for a group. And if you currently ID align with the current Democratic policies. Vote straight Democrat because I'm going to vote straight Republican just because, you know, I may not agree with your individual views wholeheartedly. But, you know, if you vote Republican, you get the whole group of Republicans, which most closely aligns with my ideals. Okay, party always trumps person. Stop arguing about it. Shut up, nerds. As for the individual propositions and amendments, things like that in your state races. I absolutely encourage you to do the research. Read them. Understand them. Don't just go by the wording on the ballot. Read them. Understand exactly what they are asking you. Now, it's announcement time. Starting this week on Thursday. And every sequential week after that. Minus, you know, holidays. We're not going to do a Thanksgiving. Well, we might. You never know. I am going to welcome a new prospective co-host. This is, I don't even know how to describe this man. This is a man amongst boys, okay? This is, this is basically me, but a little bit cooler. Well, not as cool. Cool in different ways. But I would like to welcome Hollywood Higgins to the Dutch Endeavor podcast. We will be changing titles because if he becomes a full-time, um, oh, dude, DD and HH, like the double Ds and the double Hs, he'll be like, you know, like double Ds like boobs and HH like hell. I don't know, man. But Hollywood Higgins is going to be the new prospective co-host for the Dutch and Dimmer podcast starting this Thursday. That's right. This Thursday in three days. He is a wrestler. And I mean like a real WWF wrestler. Okay. 
I heard this guy actually once not only Stone Cold Stunnered Stone Cold Steve Austin, but he got that little bitch 4-H in a pile driver and then gave him a lollipop when he was done. The guy will bring as much testosterone as I think the internet can handle. We'll probably get some hate mail. Um, ladies, I I encourage you to tune in, but wear two pairs of underwear because you might go through them quicker than you thought. But he is a big, big, big time filmmaker. Probably not the films he show children, but big time filmmaker and semi-professional, but always amateur wrestler. And I can't wait to be joined by him Thursday. That's this Thursday. And hopefully every Thursday after that. So, hey, look out for the upcoming podcast. Dutch and Denver joined by Hollywood Higgins. The man, the myth, the legend. We'll catch you guys on Thursday. Until next time. Bye. Yeah.